if nobody's got you, Martin Maldonado's got you. I mean, Kyle Tucker's got you. Tonight, this was a great game. JP France, Martin Maldonado, Kyle Tucker. We're going to talk about the three stars of the game on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. Find me on Twitter at Eric Talks Strews. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. One game, one game, guys. That's all the Astros are from the uh, the Rangers right now. This was a great game, and it could have been a different story if Kyle Tucker didn't make that amazing catch. It was just a great uh, situation there, and so you just can't sleep sometimes on a player like Kyle Tucker, and that's why you got swing for defenses on sleeper picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for de- details. Currently operational in over thirty states. Check out Sleeper today. And guys, thank you for making the Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Just hit that little button down there and go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and become an everydayer. Somebody listens to their podcast every day on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and even does their podcast while they're on a golf trip and doing 36 holes and you're tired as crap, but you still want to come out here and celebrate the Astros winning another game. And this was a great Great game. JP France went out there and just dealt. And you have some great news about Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve. And Altuve's like, yeah, I don't need no stinking rehab assignment. I want to come back and play. I want to play some baseball. And that's what he's going to do tomorrow. And then you have Kyle Tucker, Martin Maldonado. This is such a great game. I love baseball. I love the Houston Astros. And I love all of you that make the Locked On Astros podcast what it is. So, Brett, let's go and talk about how good J.P. France was today. Look, J.P. France just put out another solid outing. Look, I don't know if you remember the last time we played these guys in Arlington. Um, we put on the mound inexperienced young pitchers, and they simply dealt, you know. And then J.P. France comes out. What's he, what's he do? Seven innings, three strikeouts, two walks, five hits, one run, a minuscule 2.87 ERA. At one time, I think he had retired seven or eight Rangers in a row. He just looked really good. And, you know, Adolis Garcia was back in the lineup today, so that was a little bit concerning. Adolis Garcia tends to hit the Astros very well. He did get Next, one hit Albert on the Pumas. day. Yeah. yeah, well, he hasn't reached that <laughs> level, but he does have power like that. And so – you know, Garcia was in there. Heim was the only guy. Actual Heim, Janikowski, and Simeon all got two hits each. But J.P. France, what do you say about this guy? He is 
he's probably reaching his like like maybe his innings limit or what they thought he was going to pitch this year and you wonder what they're going to do as they go forward but to me he doesn't look fatigued he doesn't look like he's slowing down you just love what you see the consistency not only at home but on the road because a lot of times in these young pitchers they do good in one place or the other. JP France, it doesn't matter where he's pitching, he seems to deal. So Viva La France, right? Yeah, no, he was at 84 pitches, and you could have brought him back in for the eighth inning. But at that point, you bring in Hector Neris, and you just want to go and get the job done. And so I think Dusty Baker made the right call, save some innings for later on in the season. And uh, JP France, he's just done a great job. The only run that was scored was on that uh, that Jeremy Pena error, and it just unfortunately it just I, I don't. I don't want to go into a Jeremy Pena bashing party, but it just seems like he's he's been making a lot of errors recently. Uh, we did see him get a hit today, but I, I just I'm getting a little bit concerned. I'm not worried, a little bit concerned about his play recently. And I think maybe once um, his uh, I'm not going to say his brother, but his mentor gets back in uh, playing again in terms of Jose Altuve and maybe Jordan Alvarez, I think we may see a better. Uh, Jeremy Pena, because I think there's a lot of pressure right now for people to do above and beyond what they could do because you're missing a big chunk of that batting order right now. And so you're having guys that are trying to press and just try and do stuff that I'm not saying Jeremy Pena is not capable of it. He's just not doing it this right. year. And so I well, think he, that that what we saw in the playoffs last year and at the end of last year is who Jeremy Pena is, but the league has figured him out a little bit. The breaking pitches is an issue, and but the defense, I've never would have seen the defensive issues we've seen this year. Right. And, you know, just to just to reiterate, you know, even with that error, J.P. France was able to stay focused. So get this. Someone's asking, is he a legitimate rookie of the year candidate? I think he is, because right here I've got it in front of me. He's been one of the top rookie starters this season. OK, he entered tonight ranked second among major league rookies. His ERA was three point one three. He lowered that. He was third in opponent batting average at two fifty one. Um, with a minimum of 75 innings pitched in his 13 starts. And he's amassed eight quality starts. Add another one to it in his nine starts with six-plus innings. He had another one tonight. So, look, nine quality starts in 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 out of 14. Right. I like the law of averages. So, tonight, the question is, who is the player of the game? Is it J.P. France? Is it Kyle Tucker? Is it Martin Maldonado? This is the first time I think I've ever seen a game that was four to one where I think there are maybe three guys that could legitimately get player of the game, Eric. You know what? We we kind of knock him a lot. We bash him a lot. I mean, maybe not us, but people on Astros Twitter and Astros Nation, they just kind of like bash him a lot. So let's go ahead and give. I mean, J.P. France, yes, he's great. We know he's great. He gave up an earned run today. But Martin Maldonado, if without <laughs> his that. run today, without that run today, that home run today, and Ryan Presley giving up that two-run home run in the ninth inning, we could still be playing baseball right now. But instead, because of that home run, we now have a – we're only trailing the Rangers by one game. So, J.P. France, you're the pitcher of the game. Great job. Um uh, maybe give him co-player of the game, but uh, okay, Martin Maldonado was that—that that was a blast. 
that was a blast. He did go, what, was it two for three today? Yes. And also, also, you you forgot the the most important play of the game probably was tagging out the runner at home, was literally getting his glove on the knee of the Texas Rangers sliding into home plate, and it was a close play. They went to replay, and he was out. They actually called him safe, and they overturned the call in the Astros' favor. Dude, you want to talk about a massive, a massive um, turning event, I think, a massive turn of events in this game because had he been safe, who knows what the Rangers would have done. But it was a great call. It was a great play, a relay from Jolks to, I believe, Pena to home plate. And so he got that big tag. And, of course, Kyle Tucker, what does he do? He hits home runs. And then what happens before the final play? They hit a home run. Chas McCormick tries to save the game, but the ball's a little high. Right. He jumped. I don't even think a seven foot nine guy could have caught that ball, but he made a valiant effort. Well, the next ball that's hit, it hit right to Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker had to get up a little bit, had to, had to put the Air Jordans on, had to get out there. And Kyle Tucker saved the day. I mean, and when he made that catch, Ryan Presley was so relieved, bro. So with the glove and with the bat, both Martin Maldonado and Kyle Tucker. I think deserve co-players of the game. We'll give JP France pitcher of the game. How's that? Okay. And, honorable mention. Well, um, honorable. Oh, no, no. Uh, JP France, honorable mention because no, it, let's just, let's just give him, let's just give him pitcher of the game. Let's just, yeah, wow. let's give him pitcher of the game. Heck yeah. Pitcher of the game. And then we have two players of the game. We're just giving all kinds of awards, almost like I nine sports where everybody's a winner. And if you're a winner, then you are going to go to sleeper. Let me tell you about sleeper. It's a phenomenal app that you can basically go to and learn about what players are expected to do each game. Like how many hits are they going to get? How many strikeouts are they going to get? Let me just show you this. You could go through and select players. If you're watching, you see Shohei Otani, Otani and Jose Ramirez, him as a pitcher there. Will he get seven and a half strikeouts high or low? Will Ramirez get a hit off of him or will he strike out um, 0.5 higher or lower? And what you can do is you can combine all these bets all within one game. It's a dynamic payout system. In short, each player projection now has a multiplier attached to it as opposed to preset multipliers based on numbers. So this is what you do. You swing for the fences with the sleeper picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. You use a promo code locked on, and sleeper will match your first deposit up to $100. Up to $100. Predict the hottest baseball stats, home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more. Cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. Use the promo code locked on sleeper and they will match your first $100. Do it today. Don't sleep on this app. Go get your promo and go have fun playing sleeper today. And don't forget that the Astros conclude their series with the Rangers on Wednesday, 7, 10 PM central standard time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Astros. You know, it's really thrown me off, Brett, this whole time difference. I'm so used to being in Central Standard Time and this being in West Coast time. It's for the birds. I I, I don't it's like 
the game starts earlier than I think it is. And it's just weird. Like uh, it's 10 o'clock over here and I don't even know what time it is over there, but you know, what's not weird is the Astros winning. And I think the Astros are going to keep on winning and uh, Tucker and Malnado had the home runs today. And uh, so that was great. It's great to see the offense overall kind of clicking a little bit more. You're, you're seeing them kind of um, scoring some more runs. I know they scored what 10 runs uh, yesterday's game. They scored four runs today, but sometimes four is enough. They now have a 58 and 44 record. They now are second in the AL West, but you know who else has been doing a lot of winning recently? The angels. They have won their six of the last seven games and they are one game behind the Yankees for the wild card. So they are actually probably coming up behind the Astros. So it's not only the Astros, the Rangers have to be worried about. It's also the angels. Uh, and so the Rangers have picked a bad time to kind of just hover around 500. And so you have to wonder, I know a Seager um, hasn't been playing uh, much. I think he's out and I know yeah, Garcia uh, missed a few games, but the uh, Rangers are very vulnerable right now. And so the Astros need to take advantage, but they also have a tough schedule coming up. So we'll see uh, what happens, but this is a great game. Yes. The bullpen kind of coughed it up a little bit today. I know Naris gave up two hits in his um, inning or actually he gave up two hits and a walk, uh, but he got out of trouble there. And then you had Presley uh, give up the uh, two runs and uh, on the home run. And it just, it wasn't. He nearly great... gave up back to back home runs on that. Right. And that's, that's what was, you know, and seeing Presley's reaction to that, you know, yes. that he made two mistake pitches. Um, right. And, you know, someone on here says, I, I never tried. Look, like the recency bias. And I even fall into it too. Okay. Um, I get it. A guy does bad. He's supposed to be elite. He makes a mistake. But his ERA is still only 311. Um, he didn't lose the game. They didn't tie the game. We didn't go into extra innings. And he has been used a lot. This is why we need a left handed relief pitcher. This is why we need another starter. Because the fewer games that you have where you have people, that are not having to be substituted in when you're using five or six relievers like we have in several games this year, then you won't have Presley have to be used as much. Okay. Right. Um, if they would have had a bigger lead, I think they don't put Presley in because, you know, it's Montero's a, it's warming a, up from what I understand. Yeah, he was. And thank God he didn't get it. Cause if Presley did that, no offense, Montero, I don't trust Montero a little bit more than I don't trust Presley. I would rather have Presley in there. Presley's been really good lately, and I know he slipped up here and there, but it's just, look, at the end of the day, you've, you've, you've got to ride with the horses that are there in battle. And that's what I want to talk about in this segment, Eric. The horses that are in battle that we have. Okay. Well, guess what Dusty Baker said in relation to Altuve and Alvarez? They're calling up Eric Heisman? No. No, no. I said, guess what Dusty Al Dusty said about Altuve and Alvarez. I didn't say Eric Heisman. I know Eric still thinks that he's going to get a call from the Astros to make it to the big league club. Eric, you know what? Teamwork makes a dream work. Keep dreaming, buddy. You can achieve if you believe, right? So Dusty Baker said the Calvary is coming. Now, he didn't say they're starting tomorrow, but he said the Calvary is coming. I would think on a game where Framber Valdez starts the final game, to get you to a tie with the 
AOS leading Rangers. I don't know why you wouldn't have both Alvarez and Altuve in the lineup in that game. All I have to say about that is all aboard the choo-choo train. Let's go. Woohoo. <laughs> so I, I think that uh, this is definitely for sure. And the thing that I think is funny is that Altuve is basically like, no, I don't need a rehab assignment. I'm good. I'm ready to start playing. I know he's been basically taking ground balls. He's been taking bed in practice. So if anybody can come back without a rehab assignment, it's Jose Altuve. And Alvarez basically had no spring training and he came back and was a baller and everything. So I'm not worried about these two guys, but you know what's going to happen. They're going to come back and you're going to have the rest days and and they're not going to be playing every day, but uh, we're going to see what's going to happen. But uh, Eric's going to join the Astros as Chaz's bat boy. Um, No, I I think if if I'll be Alvarez's bat boy. Come on. Give me some credit. Well, hold on. Whoa, dude. Chaz is bat 902. Like, I mean, his his OPS is 902. He's like top top five or top 10 in the major leagues. We're, done, we're talking about the guy that's going to win player of the month, AL player of the month in July. Mark it down here. Chaz McCormick, AL player of the month. There, there's just no way you take that from and give that to anybody else. Chaz McCormick has become a dude. And let me tell you how I know he's become a dude. I get a text tonight from a Rangers fan friend of mine that was a college roommate of mine. And you know what his text said? What? From now on, we should walk Chaz McCormick. (laughs) What's like, hold up. This is a turning point in Chaz McCormick's career. I literally got a text that said, we need to walk Chaz McCormick from now on. When Chaz McCormick is getting texts to Astros fans from Rangers fans about being walked, you know, the man has arrived. Give the man, some respect, people. Chas McCormick is a dog for sure. Okay, so um, in, a, in a little bit, I do want to, with, with everybody back aboard the Astros train, I do want to talk about a lineup, and I do want to talk about something that Brandon and I were briefly talking about on uh, Streaking Orange earlier, about possibly who can bat second with everybody healthy. And so we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, JP France, after the game, says... I feel like I'm a goofy, swell guy. That sounds like something I would say. The only thing he didn't say, he didn't say, I feel like I'm a goofy, crunk, swell guy. That no. would be totally me, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Eric, I told you not to use that word on camera. No, you don't. Gosh. You know, the word has been... The word's been retired. Oh my God, Eric, that was and that was so bad. Uh, Ryan Presley. It was not pretty, not pretty at all. But he did. He does have a hundred saves as a Houston Astro. Uh, so it was. Oh, that's right. So it was his hundredth. Yeah. Oh, so okay, okay. No longer ninety nine problems. He has a hundred of them now. And but that was a ugly save, and it could have been a disaster if uh, Kyle Tucker did not catch that ball. But uh, wow. it just. It just was one of those games. So they won four to three, one game behind. And so we'll see what happens. Like you said, Framer Valdez is on the mound tomorrow. Kyle Tucker is 18 um, home runs, 19 stolen bases, I believe. Or yeah. did he have? Yeah. So he's going for that 30 30 this year. And if he gets to hey, 30 30, that's going to up his price value a little bit. So 
definitely something to keep an eye on. And you know where you can check out all the Astros games if you uh, can't watch them at home? You can always go to Hooters because Hooters likes to make you happy, right, Brett? That's right. Hooters is there for you. If you got buddies, you need a place to hang out and watch the Astros dominate the Texas Rangers tomorrow night. Head over to Hooters because tomorrow night is going to be the buy one, get one boneless wings special. If you're there on a Monday, it's buy one, get one wings. Tuesday, $9.99 burgers and fries. Thursday, um, uh, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle and Crab Legs, $19.83 on Fridays. Kids eat free on Saturday and Sunday. Let me tell you, you don't want to miss out. The um, Hooters NASA is going to have a bus trip on the 24th versus the Red Sox in August. Go check it out. Go ask Rosie if you can sign up. Make sure there are tickets available. And then August 5th, they're having Ain't No Thing But a Chicken Wing tailgate. You can register your cook team with them. There are spots still available. Check that out. Pearland does still have the Toy Drive Toys for Tots going on right now, and they've got other events. You can also go to Hooters and Sugarland, Katie. Um, you can go to Humble. You can go to Galveston, Seabrook. Wherever you drive in Houston, there's probably a Hooters. And you go there and you hang out, and they always have Blue Moon Drafts for $3 and $9.99 Michelob Ultra Pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy. And make sure that tomorrow night, if you're not able to watch the game, you're not able to go to Hooters, then you need to listen to the Astros play the Rangers Wednesday, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Alrighty, so um, Altuve and Alvarez are should be back in the lineup tomorrow. Hopefully be back in the lineup. Uh, we never know with the Astros. They're still very secretive, but the Calvary is coming, according to Dusty Baker. So we'll see exactly what happens tomorrow. But Jose Arquiti did pitch four shutout innings in AAA. So that's great news. Uh, so I know that a lot of Astros fans would be like, well, he didn't pitch great when he was with the Astros early in the year. So uh, we still need a pitcher at the uh, start at the trade deadline. So I think that they're going to be uh, going out there and getting somebody, but I think that what you use our to do is go out there and get a six man rotation going and uh, save some of the innings from JP France and maybe even Hunter Brown. And uh, we'll see what happens down the road, but Urquidy is doing some good things down AAA. I think uh, we'll probably see him probably around uh, maybe August 1st, around that week maybe or so. So we'll see after a trade deadline what happens yeah. there. But And, hey, Eric, I'm going out of town. I, I, I will have the show tomorrow night, but I'll, I'll be in Dallas till the 30th. I've got my equipment with me. So if we need to do on-the-spot trade talk or we need to do a special, you let me know because I will be ready to go. I'm excited to see what the Astros are going to do. Are they going to go back with the JV? Are they going to get Giolito? Are they going to get Jock Peterson? Like, like, who are they going to go out and get? I think it's going to be exciting to see. I don't know if you know this answer, Eric, but someone's asking you, what's your golf index? I don't even know what a golf index is. Do you? Uh, no, I, I know what a <laughs> handicap is, and I don't know what my handicap is. I just know that I just like going out there and playing, and I'm learning as I go. So let's just say and I can. Well, I can tell you this. After observing several rounds of golf at Top Golf with with Eric, his swing has improved. Now, I, I'm no golf coach, and like I think I know what to do properly, and, and and I don't always do that. But I can tell you right now, Eric has been putting in the work. So I'm pretty sure out there in Colorado, dude, are those fairways just super nice out there? I mean, tell yeah. us tell us about the landscape. 
I mean, it's just beautiful with the mountains and backdrop. Then you have the some. There's like some um, some holes that are like going uphill and just like there's great. We played a Lynx course today, and then we played. Um, it's just beautiful. So we played two courses yesterday, played two today. Then we're gonna play one more. Then I'm head home tomorrow. But overall, it's it's just a great experience. Um, it's a, the air's a little thin up here. Uh, I do have to say that um, playing golf up here is a little bit um, tedious at times, but overall it's, it's a great experience. And uh, so I'm just glad to come up here. And so I'm just glad to just, uh, just see that, but also glad to go to dinner just so I can watch the Astros play and do that. There so you go. Um, something I was, I did join the streaking orange earlier to talk with Brandon and he asked me, well, what do you think about Kyle Tucker possibly batting, second and oh, i uh, love it I and love that it. that way you kind of get the the bulk of your lineup at the front i mean who else are you gonna put there i mean jeremy pena hasn't really been doing a job you could put Chaz mccormick there but you want to kind of get some more rb you want to get your best hitter hitting more often and yeah uh, alvarez is probably going to bat fourth Bregman's probably going to bat third so what are your thoughts about having kyle tucker bat in second so I like that. So Altuve, Tucker, Bregman are your top three. Bregman has been heating up, has been hitting the long ball. Then Alvarez comes in. Um, heck, um, look, they've been putting Diaz as high as sixth. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind putting Diaz behind Alvarez, dude. I really wouldn't. But then maybe, maybe you want to put Abreu, and then you put Diaz there, and then you put McCormick. Um, but then how do you keep McCormick down in the lineup, right? How does McCormick not slide up to fifth or sixth in this lineup? And then I just think I just think Payne, you just you just got to drop down to the bottom to the to the eight hole until he figures something out because no matter where he hits right now, he's just not hitting. Um, he's not hitting very well at all. Um, Corey Jolks has started to pepper the ball a little bit into the field, but still not where you need to be. Myers isn't really hitting. But you've got once once these two come back, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of your nine hitters, Eric, are an all-star cast. I mean, a star-studded cast. So I like that. Tuve, um, Tucker, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, Diaz, and McCormick. And you can go Abreu, Diaz, McCormick, I think, in any order. And I think they shine. Yes. Um, so um, I, I think that we'll see what – we know what we want. We know what Astros fans typically want. But Dusty Baker kind of – beats uh, follows the beat of his own drum so we'll see what happens he does well and dana brown said dana brown made a statement dusty baker has controlled the lineup like it's, it's dusty baker's like right. people because whenever i'm saying hey dusty this does that, they're like well dusty doesn't make that decision i'm like well i don't know dana brown just said dusty is the one that makes all the decisions with the lineup so yeah all of responsibility goes to dusty he doesn't go, well, Dana told me or Jim Crane told me. No, Dusty plays who he sees fit. And so I just think we're getting to the dog days closer to the playoff run, Eric. You're going to see guys that will be rewarded like Chaz for more playing time and, and seated or put in the bottom part of the lineup for not performing. I, I believe it's going to come to more of a you're going to have a have an expected lineup night in and night out. Okay, we'll see. And I, I think that that would be good. I, I remember the A.J. Hinch years, and there's a different lineup every day. And so it's not like uh, Dusty Baker is doing something that we have not seen before. So, exactly. 
it's just it's just something that uh, you you kind of expect like certain players to be hitting certain sp- spaces, but there's a lot of analytics that goes into this these type of decisions and things like you and I don't really know about. So I'm sure there's some logic to the decisions that oh. are made. You're good. I forgot Dubon. I don't I don't know why I I wrote him off. I was I was thinking about Pena. Um, get Dubon in there. Put Dubon at shortstop. Sit Pena for th- two or three games. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you got Dubon as your eight hitter. I mean, right there, dude. That solves it. Pena start hitting. You'll get more playing time, kid. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe that's what he needs. And so, yeah, I completely like Dubon was out of sight, out of mind for me. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So we'll see what Dusty Baker does, but it'll be good to have two more bats in Astros lineup because the Astros offense can do things, but we just don't see that consistent offense. So now we have what six days before the trade deadline. If you include um, Tuesday, which is almost over, but I think that what Dana Brown is looking for is he's looking for another arm for the rotation. He's mm-hmm. looking for another arm for the bullpen and he would like to get another bat, but it, getting that done is going to not be as easy as we, as it has been in the past. And Dana Brown is kind of not, this is not his legacy. I don't think Um, he has a long time with the Astros, but this is kind of the start of what his um, tenure with the Astros is going to look like. So I think that he is laying the groundwork right now. He's making the phone calls. And then the last 72 hours it's going to be a mad shopping spree. Okay, let's call the um, let's call the White Sox. Let's do this. Let's do this. Justin Verlander well, he pitched a great game today. Um, so maybe that's the last time with the Mets. We'll see. Well, look, the White Sox and several teams have 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 let everybody know that their middle infielders are available. There's a lot of people available. Um, Scott says hello, Eric. Your golf but, friends in Denver. Are y'all watching from upstairs? That's kind of weird. They are no, no. No, they, dude, they're supporting our show. Man, we got 257 people watching us. Why? Because we're your only Daily Astros podcast, and we got the coverage. JP France, pitcher of the game. Okay, yes, I'm not giving him honorable mention, Eric. JP, see, Eric wanted to give you honorable mention. I'm giving you the full award. And co-players of the game, Kyle Tucker. And when nobody's got you, Maldonado's got you. Let's start it. Let's get it viral. Let's get people upset about winning. I love it. Sorry, Rangers fans. We've let you borrow first place long enough. Enjoy it while it lasts because, you know, feelings are only temporary. But real commitment and love for the World Series resides in H-Town, baby. So, hey, let's wrap this thing up, Eric. All right. Frommer Valdez is on the mound tomorrow. Eight and six record, 2.94 ERA versus Andrew Heaney. Six and six record, 4.58 ERA. Uh, This is going to be a... Awesome game uh, from Berber Valdez has his a game going on and just goes out and shuts the Rangers down. I hope the Astros with the Calvary returning uh, just comes back and just scores a whole bunch of runs and we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, go and give us your closing thoughts, Brett. Hey man, look, Framber on the mound. I think we take it. The Calvary's coming. You've been warned Rangers. We hope you've enjoyed your place. Top of the West. We were letting you borrow it for a while. But you know what? It lost its shine. We need to shine it up a little bit because we're coming storming hard for the playoffs, baby. And like Locked on Astros, we're your team every day. We're here with the Astros. Eric Van Heisman, I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. Make sure you listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and make us your team every day. And as always, Eric, 
uh, Gostros and Kiki Hernandez is going back to the Dodgers. So they're going back 2017. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Bye. Lost again, Dodgers. <laughs>